let the church say amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. God has spoken. So let the church say amen. Okay, we're going to get started. Um, thanks for the song request, Laquia. That was beautiful. Um, Pastor Mahone? Oh, you're welcome. It just came out of nowhere. God knows what he's doing. Yes. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. <clears throat> um, going to open in prayer with Erica. And then we are going to go into our Sunday school. And then afterwards, we will go into our morning service. Amen. Let the church say amen. amen. <laughs> God has Amen. God has spoken. I'm wondering what has God said to you this morning? Because the songwriter said, God has spoken. What are we to say amen to this morning? Because we remember, we are the church. Has God said mm -hmm. anything to you today? that you should solidify with a seal of amen? What did he say? Hmm. Not by coincidence that Laquita, he put that spirit in her, in, her, in her spirit, put that song in her spirit, by coincidence. <laughs> God is speaking to someone this morning and we are to say amen. I heard you, amen. I trust you, amen. amen. I'll turn you into the hands of Pastor Melvin Mahone. Praise Hold the Lord. Hold on, we're going to pray first? Yes. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I come to you today just to say thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we just thank you for another day that you allowed us to see, oh, God. Thank you for waking us up this morning, God. Thank you for protecting us last night, God, on last night's rest, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, God. As you woke us up on your wake up list, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. God, I just thank you for everything that you have done in our lives, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. I'm asking you right now, forgive us for any sins that we created, oh God, that's not like you, oh God, and that's not pleasing to you, oh God. God, forgive us right now from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet, God. God, I come to you and asking you right now, lifting up these families right now, the Pharaoh family, oh God and the McKinney family, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. God, we just thank you for the life that they live on this earth, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for allowing them to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, you are so worthy to be praised, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, as they get ready to prepare for their loved one homegoing service, oh God, guide them and strengthen them like never before, oh God, as these times are hard, oh God. God, continue to watch over our pastor right now. In the name of Jesus, like never before, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, strengthen her, oh God. Continue to guide her, God, wherever direction you want her to go oh god in the name of jesus open the floodgates of heaven and pour out many blessings upon her god 
pour out your many blessings upon us, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. God, I ask that you continue to watch over our overseer, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Give him the strength that he needs, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. Continue to watch over our family, our friends, God, our church members, oh God. Some may not be on here this morning. Some may be sick, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. I'm coming against that sickness right now in the name of Jesus, God, because your word says, by your stripes, we are healed in the name of Jesus, God. We just thank you, oh God. We just thank you, oh God. God, I thank you for my family, oh God. I thank you, Lord, for my grandmother, my grandfather, my father, my mother, oh God. My aunt, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God, you just touch him right now in the name of Jesus, wherever it needs to be touched, God, as we get ready for our service, oh God, let this word be known to us, God, in the name of Jesus, God, we just thank you, we love you, we place no one above you, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise thank the Lord, God. saints. Hallelujah. As we, as we come into this special season, I was praying this week and asking God, what would he have to say to the saints? And we look back over all that Jesus had went through for you and I. And that song always comes to mind around this time of the year. I came to the garden alone while the dew was still on the roses. We all know that song, but at this time of the year, I, I think we need to get closer to that song because at that time, the disciples were going through something. And as I look into our life, right now, everybody's going through something. And I always tell people, if you can just get a song in your heart, a song that you can sing, if you can just get a praise out in the middle of what it is you're going through, all of a sudden, everything's going to be all right. And I always tell the saints to keep a song of praise on your tongue. That when the enemy attacks, you're able to praise your way through. When trials and tribulations come your way, you're able to praise your way through. Hallelujah. When you're down, you can just lift up a praise. Sometimes, saints, we've got to encourage ourselves. And a song of praise, when you can't do nothing else, when words won't come out, if you can just get a, you can just begin to hum a tune. You know, God hears those that, and he understands what you're saying. Sometimes you could be in so much pain, you can't say nothing. But oh, if you can just begin to praise, if you can just get a praise out, mm -hmm. it, it just lifts you up. Mm -hmm. And I remember the words to that song. It says, I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear, the son of God discloses and he walks with me 
and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has never known. Think of those words, saints, to know that God is walking with you. No matter where you're walking, saints, you may be walking through the valley of the shadow of death. You may be walking through fears. No matter what it is you're walking through this morning, sickness, COVID, whatever it is you're walking through, you're not walking alone. And it's good to know that you're his own. And a lot of times some folks say, how do you have joy in the midst of whatever it is you're going through? Or maybe it is this morning, saints, that pastor was saying, God is speaking to somebody. Somebody may have lost their joy because of a circumstance. But ain't it good to know that when he's walking with you and he's talking to you, there's joy. And it says the joy we share. In other words, God wants to share his joy with you. But you got to take your eyes off of your circumstance and put your eyes on him. And a lot of the time, saints, we don't have no joy because we're not tarrying with God. We don't spend that time talking with him. We don't spend that time just being with him. And a lot of times that's our problem, saints. We're not spending enough time with God. And on that note, we're going to go to our scripture. We're going to go to John, the 20th chapter. And we know at this time that Jesus had been crucified and he had been laid in the tomb. And we had discussed on last week, a lot of times people don't feel the importance of women in Jesus's ministry. But let's go to our lesson here. Somebody got it, John the 20th chapter? Mm -hmm. Starting with the first verse. Mm -hmm. Now the first, now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark, and showed she came when? early in the morning. No, early uh, while it was still dark. In other words, sometimes saints, it's it's good to get up before life gets disturbed. If you haven't done it yet, in the midst of whatever it is you're going through, get up early in the morning, before the sun come up, before the birds start chirping. Just get up when ain't nothing stern but you, when you can spend that quiet time with God. You know, sometimes distractions will keep you from hearing the voice of God. The enemy don't want you to be soothed. The enemy don't want you to hear that voice. The enemy wants to distract you. You ever get down and get ready to pray and all of a sudden that phone ain't rang all day. But soon as you get your Bible down, soon as you get on your knees, that phone will ring. Why do you think that is? 
devil don't want you to be soothed. Don't want you to spend that quality time. Go ahead, read on. Early while it was still dark and show that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Sam, Sam? Simon. Salmon, Sam Peter, Simon. Simon, Simon Peter, Simon Peter, and the other disciples, the one who Jesus loved, and said to them, "They have taken the stone. The they have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have led him." So Peter went out with the other disciple, and they were going towards the tomb. Both of them were running through, running together, but the other disciples outran Peter and reached the tomb first. Keep going? Yes. And stopped to look, and his, and stopped to look. He saw the land, the line, he saw the line clothes, the linen clothes laying there, but he did not go in. He did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the line, the linen clothes laying there, and the face clothes which had been on Jesus had not laying with them with the line the clothes but the clothes but folded up in a piece by itself then the other disciples who had reached the tomb first also went in and he saw and believed for as yet they did not understand the scripture, the scripture, the scripture, the scripture that he must, he must raise from the dead. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. He must raise from the dead. The, sorry. Then, then the disciple went back to their home but mary stood weeping outside of the tomb and as she wept she stopped to look into the tomb and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of jesus had lain one at the head and one at the feet they said to her Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, they have taken away my Lord. And I do not know where, where they have laid him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing. But she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman. Why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? 
supposing, suppose, supposing, supposing, supposing. I lost track. I'm sorry. Supposing to <laughs> supposing him to be the guardian, Gardner? she said to him, "The huh? Gardener. Gardener. The gardener." She said to him, "Sir, if you have cried him, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have led him, and I will take him away." Jesus said to her, "Mary." She turned and said to him, and and <laughs> Arkerman, R A R A R Rabbi Rabin, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, "Do not cling to me." For I have not yet uh, arised to the Father, but go to my brother and say to them, I am arising, arise to my Father, my Father to my God and my God. Mary Magdalene went and announced that the disciple, that announced to the disciple, I have seen the Lord and that I heard that I and that he had said there's things to her these things to her that's good now with what I've said earlier what does this have to do with us right now in the trials and the problems and the situations that somebody might be going through this morning. What is him being risen, him coming to Mary and telling her that he is risen? What does that have to do with you and I, anybody? The first thing that comes to my mind, Pastor Mahone, is that we as saints that know Jesus are losing sight of him. And just like he had to prove himself, or she, he didn't have to, but just as he did prove himself to her, he's still alive in all of our situations. Right when she was wanting to give up, you know, right when she was, was trying to do the greatest service for Jesus, you know, check on him, you know, it seemed like he had gone. And living in this season that we're in, man, there are some that are being led away from Christ. They're being led away from those that God has sent to lead them. They're being led away from the word of God and being replaced with so many things. We're losing, so many are losing sight of him because they have put the church building in the wrong perspective. They, they see the gathering of the saints as being the church. So in a sense, they're idolizing the church and losing focus of God. We are the church. And so many are being lost in the shuffle right now um, because they feel like God is far away from them. 
and he's really right there in your face, just turn around. He'll be right there and will show yourself, show itself to you. That's 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 good, Pastor. Anybody else? Sister Laquita. Yes. Um, oh, go can ahead. You, can you say the question one more time? What you so I what, think you said what does that mean to us with the passage that was read? Yes, what is what do we what do you take from all that we read with all that's going on in our life? Now, maybe you ain't going through something this morning, but maybe you know somebody that's going through something. What, what do you take from that? What I really, the first thing that came to mind to me was, um, honestly, I've been waking up early in the morning during this whole, pretty much during this whole pandemic. And it's not usual for me to have been waking up this so early in the morning, but it's happened. It's been happening. And I turn, you know, to, uh, to the word Christ is the first thing on my mind um, in that. And I get some studying and stuff in. Um, so I believe that, you know, we, when we, when we, when we wake up and, and we put God first, that, you know, Jesus was, was sent, you know, on our behalf and mm -hmm. we don't have to go through anything. We have to uh, set our mind on knowing that God has it, that, you know, the price has been paid. And instead of us focusing on that, we look, to trying to do things ourselves and think that that we're not there, but but mm -hmm. we are there. But we have to know it. We have to, you know, know in our heart and in our mind that God has this and believe in that. Amen. He has us. Yes. Amen. Overseer. Uh, Children of God should not fear when troubles come 
we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And David said, I shall fear no evil. Uh, we know that fear comes, but if we understand that God is still in control, and ain't nothing going to happen unless he allows it. So we don't have to really worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. And, and that one statement that Jesus said to her, he said, woman, why are you crying? Who's it you looking for? Saints, when you're going through something, why is it we fear? Like overseer and pastor said, why is it you fear? Who are you looking for in the midst of whatever it is you're going through? Are your eyes there? A pastor said, Jesus is right there. How many of us fail to realize that God is right there in the midst of whatever it is you're going through. Saints, God is right there. See, we fail to realize that he's there. And why is it we fail to realize it? Because we're not drawing nigh to him when he wants us to. We're too concerned about whatever it is we're going through. Like at that time, they were concerned about his body. Where's his body at? What have y'all done with him? My Lord, my master is gone. And he says, who are you looking for? Who are you looking for in the midst of your trials? Who are you looking for? Who are you looking to, to solve your problems? And a lot of times, saints, we're looking in all the wrong places. Eyes are everywhere, but like Pastor said, he's right there, and you don't recognize him. He's right there in the midst of your trials, and you don't see him because your eyes are on your problem. Your eyes are on whatever it is you're going through. So we've got to refocus on what is it we're looking at. Sister LaShawn, what did you get out of it? I'm sorry. What did, what did I get out of it? What did you get out of our scripture reading this morning? Well, that basically God, Jesus is, is true to his word. That we have to believe what he say and trust in him daily and look for the answer in him, not in ourselves, not in man, not in the doctor, the lawyer and all those people. We got to trust in what God says daily. Mm -hmm. Not just on Sunday, daily. Amen. Hourly. Hourly. Evangelist. Evangelist? Yes. Yes, go ahead. What did you get out of what you read? All I got out, what I did get out of this is that we got to have our faith in the Lord. And when we go through things, we 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 may cry and we should not be weeping because we know that God is in control. Like you said, like like you I think but I do believe that you said that when I was reading the scripture that God 
it's there everywhere you are, no matter what. When it's hard times, good times, bad times, it don't matter. God is right there. That's what I got out of it. Mm-hmm. Amen. And reading on, it says, on the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood amongst them and said, peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Thanks God has called us. Just like Mary, when she saw him standing there, she leaped with joy and ran to tell the disciples. Thanks we have men and women called by God to be bearers of the good news. If you ain't got that joy down on the inside of you, you can't give it to nobody. If you trying to give somebody something you ain't got, it ain't going to work, saints. In other words, just like she believed when he told her who he was and that he had risen, she went and told that. Are we spreading that joy ourselves, saints? Are we letting our problems and our situation get us down so low that we're not giving others the good news. Good morning, Sister Carla. Good morning. Sorry I'm late, running late this morning. That's all right. We're over in John, the 20th chapter. Okay, thank you. Yes, ma'am. So where's your peace this morning, saints? Christ came to give us peace. Saints, you've got to have peace to be able to bestow peace upon other people. In other words, if people don't see the peace in you, if people don't see the joy in you, how are they going to believe what you're saying? In other words, you've got to have this joy down on the inside of you. You've got to believe that he has risen, that Christ is there with you. No matter what you're going through, if you believe in your heart that Christ is there with you, you're going to be able to make somebody else believe. But if you're walking around like you swallowed a persimmon seed, and that must really be sour or bad because my mother used that all the time. I've never tasted a persimmon seed, but it must really be bad because folks use that as an example. So if you walk around like you swallowed a persimmon seed and then talking about the joy of the Lord, people don't believe you. <laughs> so you've got to have that joy down on the inside of you to be able to give it to somebody else. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it and the world shouldn't be able to take it away. If the world can take your joy, you got a problem. You're not going to be able to run and tell others of the goodness of the Lord when you don't show that goodness yourself. So that song, I want you to get it in your spirit today. I walked through the garden alone while the dew was still in, on the roses. 
and the joy I share as you and God tarry there. Nobody knows that joy like you, if you've got that joy. But if you don't have that joy this morning, saints, get it. Get to sit down and talk with God. Get to know him and then let him know you. And I guarantee you, when trials come your way, when troubles come your way, you bubble that song up in you and you're going to get through whatever it is you're going through because you know you're not going through it by yourself. So as we go into this Easter season, know that whatever it is you're going through, it's just for a season that God has went through all he went through to let you know that you're not going through what you're going through by yourself. And the last part, it says, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. In other words, saints, don't hold on to anything that's going to keep you or them from making it in. Sometimes, saints, it just takes you to tell that person, I forgive you. And that releases them, and it also releases you. Don't hold on to nothing that can drag you into hell. No matter what that person has said, don't hold on to it, saints. Forgive them. Some folks say, oh, I can, I can forgive them, but I can't forget you haven't really forgiven them. <laughs> a lot of times you can be having a beautiful day and that person that did something to you will cross your path and you your whole day is ruined. Don't hold on to nothing that's going to drag you into hell. Amen? Mm. Amen? Yes. Amen. Any comments, Saints? Good to see Fred on. Yes. I saw you. I think no I'm comments? Glad you the word peace. You, you mentioned peace, that yes. we, we have to have peace. And I recently had to tell somebody that, that I needed peace. I would have peace. And... Um, and I, I actually shared that with Pastor Carol. I shared it with Erica. I wrote this person a letter and I was very polite in the letter. I felt, honestly, my flesh wanted to be ugly and, and just rude and, uh, you know, get back. I'm, I felt like, man, I needed to attack this person. Not but you. I know that's not godly. <laughs> I know it's not godly. I know better. Everybody know better. But you got to do what's right. I chose to do what's right. And I wrote a letter and I explained why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And um, I just used that word in the letter. And I said, I want peace. I will have peace. And I was, I don't know, you just, hearing you say that just confirmed, you know, we, we have to have peace. We have to want it first. And then we have to let others know. We don't have to 
get ugly because someone else is getting ugly. Or even if you do, you know, come back and follow up with, with, with goodness. That's all I have to say. But why do you feel it's so important that we have peace? That person did something to me that I didn't deserve. Why do I have to be peaceful with that person? Because God has already uh, given us that. He's, he is give, That's a gift. It's a gift from God. And but my we flesh to, wants to my flesh wants to get even with you. You done did something to me. I'm gonna get you back. That's right. And the flesh constantly fights. We have to constantly fight our flesh and we have to go back and and, and, and retrieve what God has already given us. Hmm. Retrieve the peace. You know, if you throw it away, go back and get it. <laughs> 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 Amen. <laughs> Amen. Anyone else? Sister Carla, we haven't heard from you this morning. Well, I know that, uh, you know, it, it's difficult to let go when someone has really injured you and uh, it's been very malicious. And I, I, I've had that experience many times, only like, like, uh, Laquita was saying, it's very difficult not to be angry and want to get them in some kind of way. So, um, you know, it really takes a lot of discipline and prayer not to. So it's, um, it, it's hard to keep believing when, you know, people around you are throwing slings and arrows at you all the time. So. Why is it so difficult, though, to, to get to where you're at? Why is it so difficult? Well, I, I, I think you have to really have a good understanding of the Bible. And, you know, like I think like most people, I'm not an expert. I'm, I'm still learning. And um, sometimes it's difficult because you don't see any evidence of your efforts. Sometimes it may be a long time before the problem is resolved. But, and you may not see what's going on in the, in the background, what, what God has planned for you. So it, it's just hard to, uh, it's just hard to wait. We want to, you know, like we're, we're human. We want the effect of whatever we want right now. Mm -hmm. Not tomorrow, so, next week. So when we're going through something, what do you think it is we're focusing on? We're focusing on the, pro uh, the problem or the person, I should say, and not on the word. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's what I was trying to get out of you. A lot of times, saints, the problem is front and center. At that time, we're not taking time to really look at the whole situation. We're focused in on what's going on, what that person has said to me, what that person has done to me. We're not taking, I, I remember a message I gave on the big picture. There's a bigger thing than your feelings. There's uh, something more important. We're all given a job by God. God has given each and every one of us uh, a task, saints, and that's kingdom building. If you can't get your mind off of your problem, if you can't get your mind off of your hurt, if you can't put that person's ahead of your feelings, uh -huh. you're going to fail at what God has called us to do. Because 
your feelings have got to be able to come secondary. And that's a hard thing to do, Saints, until you put God out there in the mission that he's given each and every one of us to do. We're going to continue to put our feelings, our emotions, our hurts ahead of that other person's salvation. And that's putting them and us in a dangerous place. Because look at what all Christ went through for you. He didn't have to go through what he went through. He didn't have to go to that cross. He didn't have to get whipped up that hill. He didn't have to carry that heavy cross on him. He didn't have to take the sins of the world on his shoulders. And you can't take a little brow beating from somebody. You can't take somebody stepping on your toe accidentally. You can't take them talking about you. Oh, they talk about me and I didn't deserve that. I ain't never speaking to them. How are you going to tell them about the goodness of the Lord if you ain't speaking to them? How are you going to let your light shine when you got it under a bushel of hate, of hate and hurt and harm? <clears throat> you can't do that, saints. You got to be able to put yourself down to lift somebody else up. Brother Fred, we haven't heard from you this morning. You look rather comfortable this morning. Okay. <clears throat> I just want to make a comment that I always consider myself as a protector. And uh, I don't give a crap what people say about me. I'm very comfortable with myself and the way I do things. However, I sometimes don't like when people do bad things to other people. And uh, that's where my problem comes in with, with this, this entire situation that when you take advantage of or misuse somebody who I know or I love, I don't even have to have to have a close relationship with them. I don't like to see people getting bullied. And a lot of times when I, I don't want to have a, a, a relationship with that bully. And uh, maybe that's something I need to work on because uh, mm -hmm. that's when it really bothers me when I see somebody else uh, getting used and taking advantage of. Amen. And that's a good point, Saint. Sometimes we have to realize that whatever that person's going through, they're going through it. All things ain't bad. We have to realize that. All things ain't bad. Sometimes you are meant to go through something to get to where God wants you. So often we look at something as being bad when in reality, it might be good that God is taking him through. We have to realize the word says you're not going through whatever it is you're going through by yourself. So whatever they're going through, it may be something that God is taking them through to get to where they need to be. And our job is just to give them, let them let your light shine in the midst of whatever it is you're looking at. You still got to be able to let your light shine. You still got to be able to go to that person and give them what thus saith the Lord. And you can't if you're not speaking to that person. You can't if you're holding a grudge against the person. So often saying we've got to do what God has called us to do and let the rest fall where it may. Mm -hmm. 
Pastor, I see you got that look in your eye. <laughs> I was thinking about the, the, the very first question you asked, I think you addressed it to um, Laquita. How come, uh, what, what did I can't remember? What did God, you said God didn't want us to not live in peace. Why would he, was something of that nature. And I started chuckling because you spoke almost the answer that he placed in my spirit. He said he doesn't want to take us back to Golgotha. Mm -hmm. And if you remember uh, during that time, people were angry because of the majority. They were following the emotions of the ones that are next to them. There was so many angry people, they were just jumping on board with the mm -hmm. anger. And it, and it makes it difficult when you surround yourself with angry people or, or messy people, or people who always keep things, it's the environment. It feeds into your already flesh that you're already fighting with. Sometimes yes. you have to separate yourself from that spirit mm -hmm. because spirits have no power unless they're in a body. And it jumps from person to person to person to person. And I was just, just thinking about how, and I remember Laquita's story, she did have to separate herself. Because sometimes we have to mm -hmm. separate ourselves from that environment, from that spirit, from those types of people. Because it makes it easy for us to carry that, that no peace spirit when we are entangled yeah. with, when it's always around mm -hmm. us. But then I started thinking about how God gave so much peace to Mary when she turned around and saw him standing there. That was just like a breath of fresh air. And I think if we learn to, to look for Jesus in those moments, he'll give us that same sense of fresh air that he gave to me. Mm -hmm. That's what came Amen. up. Amen. And you notice he appeared to her when the disciples left. Yeah. Hear that. He appeared to her when they left. No In one other one. words, she was spending that one-on-one -on -one time with him. Sometimes, saints, when you get alone, with with um, God, he'll speak to you and he'll tell you what to say to somebody or who to run to. She ran to the disciples to tell them. So a lot of times when you're spending that one-on-one -on -one with Christ, he'll tell you what to tell somebody that's going through something. And you will bring them peace. God will use you to bring that person peace. And, but just like Thomas, he, he didn't believe until he put his finger in. But a lot of times saints, you've got to believe that God is standing right there beside you whenever it is you've gone through. And when others begin to see that in you, they'll be able to believe what you're saying to them. And until you're able to believe it yourself, 
then how are you going to make somebody else believe? Mm -hmm. Amen. So yeah. get that song of praise down on the inside of you, saints, to when trials come your way, bring that song up in you. This joy that I have, that, that's a good one. The other song, bring them songs up in your head. Keep them songs with you, saints, because sometimes that's all you're going to be able to get out. You ever get so mad that you start singing? I was just Before singing. something came out your mouth? Go ahead, Pastor. I was just singing the song in my head, and then you just said it. It's just, God is just so amazing. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten so angry that I, started, I walked away singing because something else was ready to come out of me. Uh -huh. and, and it's good, saying Sometimes it's real good to have that song of praise because it'll take down your anger. It'll take down those words that you thought you had forgotten a long time ago that still that root ain't been pulled up yet. And them words will come at you if you ain't careful. So keep that song of praise in your heart, in your mouth, that whenever trials come up, Sister Laquita, that you'll be able to bring that song up. And somebody will hear you singing instead of something else that you could be doing. So it's yeah. good to be able to sing. And they say, oh, mm -hmm. did you hear the words just came out of their mouth? Uh-uh. <laughs> they heard a song of praise coming at you. So <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to go back and get your peace. Sing, sing your way through. Way. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, it, it's funny, but it's so much truth <laughs> in it, Saints. If you can just sing, think, but you know your mind can't do but that one thing at a time. I would rather be singing in praise and then cussing and throwing up my hands to somebody. Get a song of praise in you that in your time of need, somebody else will hear a song of praise coming out of you instead of something else. I'm going to let it shine. There you go. Instead of singing that in in me, I'm gonna let it shine. So I sing this light. Amen. <laughs> Anybody else? At this time, I turn it over to our pastor. God is so good. Can we give God a hand praise just for His Word on this morning through Sunday school? It was like right on time. God is so good. Um, in this break, um, I want to say that God is really showing out um, for Shabbat, um, those things that we've talked about um, that he's doing is happening. So just keep your eyes open and just celebrate before it even gets here. Amen. <laughs> 